This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Automobiles have been part of American culture since the Model T. But what do people think about self-driving cars? The answer may surprise you. Plus, recent tests show there may be technical flaws with driving assistance systems. Driving is one of the most complicated things that we do as humans, and we've been tracking consumers' perception of fully autonomous vehicles, self-driving cars, and what we've seen is kind of surprising. Then, vaping can have adverse health effects. What are the best anti-vaping messages to keep teens from taking up the harmful habit? One of the things we haven't really known is what types of messages are really prominent and may really be effective for discouraging teens from vaping. Those two stories and more are coming your way on this week's InfoTrack. The show begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. A recent survey asked consumers about their attitudes toward self-driving cars. Their overwhelming response may surprise you. Plus, recent testing reveals performance flaws with driver assistance systems. Here with more, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Greg Brannon is Director of Automotive Engineering and Industry Relations at AAA National, and we invited him to tell us about a recent survey conducted by AAA to explore Americans' attitudes about automated vehicles and AAA's testing of driver assistance systems that are currently available. Greg, we'll start with some of the survey results and then get into what you found about the effectiveness of today's technology. So what are the biggest headlines from your survey? Well, for some years now, we've been tracking consumers' perceptions of fully autonomous vehicles, self-driving cars, because several years ago, everyone believed that we were only a year or two away from that being a reality. I think six or seven years in, now we understand that it's a little harder than everybody thought to begin with. And so during that time, we've been tracking consumers' perception of these technologies. And what we've seen is kind of surprising. The headline is that really, over the course of several years, that does not change. Consumers are still really concerned about the idea of riding in a fully self-driving vehicle. And not just some consumers, but in this case, 85% of consumers are either unsure or afraid of the idea of riding in a fully self-driving car. It's been several years since we spoke with an expert on automated vehicles here on the show, but I seem to recall some skepticism that no automated car will ever be perfect, at least in our lifetimes. What are your thoughts on where the car industry is in terms of the development of automated vehicles? They definitely have a long way to go. And it's not just the auto industry that we're talking about here. We're talking about tech giants and really many organizations that see the potential here but are experiencing sort of the reality of it. And it's not a surprise. Driving is one of the most complicated things that we do as humans. And it doesn't seem like that because we've grown up with it and we've experienced it. We've had time, you know, decades perhaps to become more proficient at it. But it really, really is a very complex 
complex thing, much more complex than like the controlled airspace that planes operate in. The cars we buy today are not fully automated, of course, but the array of new safety features has really mushroomed and is almost overwhelming, especially if you're moving up from an older car. Tell us briefly what the most common and newest features are today and what your testing program discovered in terms of the effectiveness of those systems. Well, we've been testing these advanced driver assistance systems for many years now. And the reason that AAA does that is that we want to inform our members about these emerging technologies, the benefits of those technologies, as well as the limitations. And what we continue to see time and time again is that while the systems are improving, there's many scenarios where they continue to struggle. And some of the more common technologies like automatic emergency braking and lane keeping assistance, they can have a positive benefit on the safety of the vehicle, but only if they're used correctly, which is really only a backstop to an engaged driver. And how is a driver supposed to know how to use it directly? I mean, you said they're an engaged driver, but for example, the thing that keeps you within the lines of a lane, is there something that a driver needs to know about that? Absolutely. And the advice that we like to give to consumers is on your next car, make sure that you purchase all of the technology that you can afford because these technologies definitely have the benefit to reduce injuries and save lives and then drive the car like it's not there forget that technology is there and only use it as a backstop. So in the case of automatic emergency braking, if you're doing your job as a driver, you may have that car for decades and never experience automatic emergency braking. Now, the truth is that's probably not going to be the case because of these nasty little things called false positives, where even a very careful driver may experience from time to time the car thinks there's something in the lane when it's not or interprets the situation incorrectly. And so that's really where it becomes challenging. And the last thing that we want is for someone to have paid for these technologies and the automaker to have spent millions and millions of dollars developing the technologies and then somebody to turn it off. It kind of kills it right at the end of the process. Our guest on InfoTrack is Greg Brannon. He's Director of Automotive Engineering and Industry Relations at AAA National. And we're talking about a recent survey conducted by AAA to explore Americans' attitudes about automated vehicles and AAA's testing of driving assistance systems that are currently available. Greg, road fatality rates have been rising dramatically over the last year or two, and maybe this is the flip side of what you were just mentioning, but do you think these safety features cause drivers to be overconfident or careless? They certainly have the potential to allow drivers to become overconfident in the systems. And the reason that that's the case is that they can lull you into a sense of believing that the car is more capable than it is. And in past research, we've seen that systems like Tesla's Autopilot or Cadillac Super Cruise can have some type of significant issue once every eight miles that requires drivers to intervene to prevent an accident. So during that eight miles, you might feel like the car is driving itself, but at that eighth mile, you're going to have a very different experience. And so it's very, very critical that as these systems are being deployed, that they're done so in a way that keeps people in the driver's seat and keeps them engaged right up until the point where we're ready ready to have a fully self-driving car where you can take a nap in the back seat. We're not there yet. Are there any new safety features on the horizon that you think may be worthwhile or maybe even a game changer? Well, it's really interesting. The automakers voluntarily agreed in advance of a standard dictating them to do so 
to put automatic emergency braking on really every car starting in September of this year. And many automakers have already complied with that. And automatic emergency braking is one of the earlier safety features. However, it's also one of the most effective and has a great potential to reduce accidents and injuries and can reduce crash rates by perhaps as much as 50% when used properly. Greg, we're nearly out of time, but do you have any final thoughts where all of this new technology is headed and whether it eventually may make a dent, no pun intended, in the rate of traffic deaths in America? These technologies absolutely can have a positive impact on the number of fatalities that we see on the roadway. It's just a crisis that we see some 40,000 people dying on the roads in the U.S. every year. And these technologies have the potential to help reduce that number. However, we can't be overconfident in those technologies as they're still being developed. So it's really important to remain engaged and vigilant behind the wheel and only use these systems as that safety measure, that safety net that they're supposed to be used as. What are the theories as to why the fatality rates have been climbing so dramatically? Well, there's no question that traffic fatalities have increased over the last couple of years. And one of the things that may be driving that is the pandemic. People were traveling less mileage, and on the surface, that doesn't make sense, right? Less mileage should be less fatalities. The problem is that with less traffic on the roads, we've seen speeds and speed-related fatalities increase dramatically. So that's part of what's going on. And then I think we also can't ignore the implications of distracted driving, and everyone is so distracted these days and that cell phone is a big temptation behind the wheel and you know our research has shown that there's really a significant decrease in our ability to focus on what's going on when you have that kind of distraction in the cockpit and i would add not just cell phones but sometimes these entertainment systems the infotainment systems in the cars are somewhat distracting too aren't they They can be. We've seen some progress in that regard. We've seen them get better, and the better that they get, the less distracting that they are. The most frustrating kind of situation is where they don't work very well, and you're fighting with that infotainment system to do something like basic navigation directions. And so we've seen them get better, but yes, they can be distracting as well. It's really those things in combination that while the cars are getting safer, probably are canceling some of those safety benefits out. Greg Brannon, the Director of Automotive Engineering and Industry Relations at AAA National. Greg, thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, the most effective anti-vaping messages for teens. That story straight ahead. There's more InfoTrack coming up. Stay tuned. <laughs> 